Welcome to The Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce Hawaii. I'm your host, Joe McGarry. As president and CEO of Make-A-Wish Hawaii, Trini Ka'opu'iki-Clark leads a team of nearly 30 staff and more than 700 Hawaii volunteers to support the organization's mission of creating life-changing wishes for children with critical illnesses. A University of Hawaii graduate, Clark is an accomplished local professional with nearly 20 years of communication experience in the Hawaii television industry and 10 years of nonprofit leadership. Prior to her role at Make-A-Wish, Clark worked at KHON2 News as a host and producer, where she was part of the group that created Hawaii's first lifestyle television show, Living 808. In her decade of hands-on experience in nonprofit leadership, Clark managed overall strategy, fundraising, and event planning initiatives for a number of Hawaii-based nonprofits. Our guest this morning. Hello, how are you? Hello, Joe. I'm great. How are you? I'm really good. It's so nice to have you join us, Trini. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, you are CEO of what seems to always bring to mind a huge smile when people think of this organization. Um, Tell us a little, first of all, about the pure mission of Make-A-Wish. First of all, I want to say thank you for that because uh, shortly after I started, I did bump into someone who said, oh, Make-A-Wish, you must cry every day. (laughs) And I said, if I cry, they're happy tears because Mm -hmm. what we do is bring hope and joy and strength to these wish kids and their families. So thank you for recognizing that it is a happy mission uh, that we we have at Make-A-Wish. But like like you said, our mission is to create life-changing wishes for children across the state with critical illnesses. You know, we believe that um, a wish is part of their or should be part of their medical journey because it does give them something to look forward to. Um, and in fact, shortly after being hired, I remember going to Kapi'olani Medical Center where they had something called Grand, grand Rounds. And I didn't even know what that was, um, but I went and it was an auditorium full of doctors and they had guest speakers um, in front and they had three wish families and three doctors, and they talked about the power of a wish and the impact that it can have on these families. And to hear doctors, you know, people of science talk about how they can treat their patients, but they can never give them what make a wish gives them, which is, you know, hope and something to look forward to. Um, they also said that they find that their patients are more compliant with treatment after coming back from having their wish granted. So a wish is a very powerful thing. So I think perhaps that person mentioned that maybe you cry every day or it's a sad organization because there is a public perception that Make-A-Wish Foundation is associated with end of life or, you know, a sad time. But that's not the case. Correct. That is not the case. Um, And you're right. I think people may think that Make-A-Wish is a last wish, and that is not true. You know, sadly, some of our children do pass away, but many, many more grow up to be happy, healthy adults. And in fact, many of them come back to either intern with us, or they volunteer as volunteer wish granters, or they become donors, they share their stories. Uh, We have lots of great wish alum stories on our website. Um, But thank you for, for bringing that to our community's attention, because you're right, Many of our kids grow up to be happy, healthy adults. I'd love to just ponder for a moment the positive nature of making a wish. So you said it's very powerful when you see doctors 
talking about the physical effect that it can have on a child to have a wish granted or to know of other children who have had wishes granted. Um, it's really powerful and it kind of reinforces what we've heard for really decades now, that there is power in positive thinking. Absolutely. You know, imagine imagine a family going through this news. You know, your child is diagnosed with a critical illness and how that turns your world upside down. Now imagine someone coming into your home and just bringing that light, that positivity. You know, we don't, of course, there are conversations that happen between our staff and the parents, but when we spend time with that child, it is all about joy and fun and things to look forward to. Um, you know, we bring them toys, we spend time with them, we play games, we're getting their mind off of treatment, off of um you know, therapy and, and treatment. Um, and, and so it's a very special thing that we get to bring for these families who really are having the most difficult time in their lives. You know, we, we, it, we're all very proud. Um, and really it's a gift that we are able to spend this time with these families and, and bring them a bit of happiness during this really difficult and challenging time. Can you speak a little to the, the origins of Make-A-Wish Foundation and how long it, it's been in existence? Sure. Make-A-Wish America celebrated their 40th anniversary last year in 2020. Um, the Hawaii chapter was um, formed two years later. So next year in 2022, we'll be celebrating our 40th anniversary. But the first wish um, was actually for a seven-year-old boy in Arizona who um, had leukemia and you know, a group of folks came together and they wanted to, and, and his, um, his illness was terminal. So they knew they didn't have a lot of time left, but this, this group of people really wanted to bring some joy to his, to his life. And, um, he wanted to be a police officer. So, uh, this group got together and, and made that happen. You know, his name is Chris Gracious and his mother is still very involved with uh, Make-A-Wish America. I got to meet her um, on several occasions um, in Arizona, but that was like, that was the start mm -hmm. of, of the organization, you know, of the, yes. But they saw the power it had and not only for the wish child, because that was evident in his smiles and, um, how much it meant to him and his family, but also the community, you know, the community that came together to help grant that wish. And I see that too. You know, I've been with Make-A-Wish now for two years, and I always tell people, you know, yes, we bring joy and happiness and, and hope to the wish child and their family, but to see how the community comes together and how they benefit too from helping to grant this wish um, is really meaningful and spectacular and um, just very special, you know, and people can get involved in a lot of different ways. You know, people give of their time, um, their, their funds, they volunteer, they become donors. You know, we're always looking for volunteer wish granters. Those are the folks that will get together with the wish child and help them determine what their one true wish is. And it's a journey, you know, it's, it's, um, really wonderful to be a part of. Of course. All great organizations survive because of the people who make them up. We mentioned in the introduction that you run a team that includes over 700 volunteers. I would imagine that 
many things happen as a volunteer or being part of Make-A-Wish. One of them being that sometimes you don't even know how good it feels to do something for someone else until you do it. Absolutely. Um, we have the best best, best volunteers. Um, we've, I, you know, we've had these volunteer virtual pauhanas and I've been able to meet virtually, you know, a lot of our volunteers on the different islands. Um, but we could not do what we do without their support, without the community support. And it really is special. And, and we have lots of different ways to volunteers, you know, becoming a, a volunteer wish grantor is one way, but we also have lots of events throughout the year um, that we could use the, you know, community support. Um, um, we do a radiothon, telethon. You can come and answer phones. Um, you know, there's lots of different ways to get involved. And if folks would like to learn more, you can go to our website, hawaii.wish.org, um, and click on the volunteer tab and, and learn more about it there. Fundraising, of course, is critical to an organization like Make-A-Wish. Um, what are the what are your main fundraisers of the year? And I think everyone always likes to know, too, how can we help more? What can people do? How can we get you more money to keep doing what you're doing? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, we are very event heavy. So we have lots of events throughout the year, six um, events. And they're all very different. So really, there's something for everybody. You know, we have a golf tournament in October. We have our Jingle Rock Run event that in 2020, we turned into a ride, Jingle Rock Ride. And that's a really wonderful family-friendly event. Um, and then we have our big annual gala, which is typically in May. And, you know, last year and this year, we turned it into a virtual event. So it was televised on Hawaii News Now. And we encouraged, we, we still sold sponsorships. We still encouraged um, the community to donate towards our Fund-A-Wish uh, campaign. Um, and then last year in 2020, we started a virtual talent show called Stars at Home. Um, you know, COVID kind of happened in March of 2020. And by the end of April, we had this event. And it was, we, we invited the community to submit one minute videos of their talent. And I use that word loosely. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, and I don't know if you remember, but at that time, a lot of parents were doing TikTok videos with their kids and posting it online. And we thought, how fun would it be to have, you know, these one minute videos and then people could vote for their favorite videos with a $5 donation, a virtual high five to our waiting wish kids. So that's something we just, um, in this, this April, we had our second annual Stars at Home virtual talent show. And then, of course, we have our, um, our Young Leaders Board, we have, they put on two events a year. We have Waffles for Wishes and Wine for Wishes. And then we have our Gives, Give Wishes Wings. So that's our radiothon slash telethon where we encourage folks to donate miles because more than 80% of our wish kids wish to go somewhere. And that's a big expense. So we have great airline partners. Um, very creative, obviously, and very fun to bring in the community and lots of donations. I'm sure this is a question that, that everybody asks you, but it is intriguing. There must be some um, Hawaii wishes that really stand out for you. Can you share some of them? They all stand out to me. You cannot ask me what my favorite is because that's an impossible of course, <laughs> answer. Not favorite, but maybe a more a more unusual to give people the kind of scope of of what you can do. Actually. Yeah, no. We right now we are working on a wish for an eleven year old Maui girl who is wishing to be a Navy SEAL. 
So that's pretty creative. We have another neighbor island uh, boy who is wishing to have a yurt <laughs> in his yard. Um, we have kids wishing to meet their favorite celebrity or their favorite um sports team. I imagine and that's kind of a big one. That yeah. is. We had, we pre-COVID, we sent a child to um, the Super Bowl. I mean, these are big wishes. During this time of COVID, though, a lot of those celebrity wishes are being done virtually. Um, but we also find that the celebrities are actually spending more time with the kids than if we were to send them and have them do a meet and greet after a concert, you know, yes. so that's been special. I can see how that would work to their advantage, actually, because not only do you have that virtual interaction, but then you've got a record of it. You can watch it, keep it. Yeah, nice. absolutely. Um, we have wishes for a room makeover or a backyard sanctuary. Uh, we recently granted a wish for a little boy who lives in Aina Haina, who, um, you know, he loved going to the park, but every time he went to the public, to the community park, he would get sick because he's, you know, vulnerable um, and, and would get sick easily. So we built a playground in his backyard. So now the parents never have to worry about him getting sick. It's safe. It's something they can do and enjoy every day, him and his sister. So the kids are very creative. And I can imagine, too, that for for them, part of the joy is just knowing, I mean, because, you know, most of us, when we, whether we were children or grown-ups, you know, wish, right? Everybody has a wish that they would like to come true. But to actually have someone come to your house and say, your wish is going to come true, we're going to do it for you. You can just feel how positive that must be for them. Absolutely. I mean, I've been, you know, I do this now um, for the last two years, but even just hearing you describe it, I actually got chills because I do wake up every morning. I'm like, God, I pinch myself, right? How How special is this that we get to... Um, grant wishes for folks. You're like the you're like the embodiment of a, a fairy godmother. I mean, <laughs> truly in the flesh. Trini, you've worked in nonprofits for quite some time, and and you know how they run. You know how difficult that work is, and it's always challenging to just keep the funds coming in and keep people interested in what's going on. Is this a different one? Is has this one changed you in any way working for them? Um, I think what I really love about Make-A-Wish is I see where every dollar is going, you know, and I think sometimes when you donate to an organization, and there are so many worthy, deserving organizations in Hawaii, sometimes when you donate, it goes into a pot and you don't really... You know, you may wonder, because I'm a donor too for a lot of these are you may wonder, you know, how is my money being spent? But at Make a Wish, you know, we can show you exactly how your money's being spent. You know, if you're sponsoring a wish, if you're adopting a wish, um, you know, you're part of that process and you can see exactly how much we're spending. So I think that's one different, you know, one difference. Um, but again, we could not do it without the community's support. So we encourage folks to, if you'd like to learn more, you know, to give us a call, go to our website. Um, I'd love to, to connect with you. And I'm sure because of the variance of the requests that you get and the enormous number of people, there's almost something for everybody to do, right? I mean, if somebody really wants to do something and they think, well, I'm not that skilled or I don't have a lot to offer, there's always something. Absolutely. We had a child wish for braces, believe it or not. So, you know, we partnered with a dentist and, you know, who would have thought that that would be a dentist? But there, there's so many ways that people can use their gifts, share their talents to help 
make a wish come true. You know, we in that wish that I was just telling you about where we created this backyard playground, yeah. we needed to get partners um, for people who to pour concrete, you know, for turf grass. I mean, there there's so many different businesses um, that we do have to lean on and, and ask for support. There's so many ways to, to partner. And I would imagine that because it's Hawaii and because we know what our local business owners are like, it must be very gratifying to make that call saying, can you help? Because I bet everyone is like, yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, this is a challenging time for, you know, almost all businesses. Um, but, you know, even right now, if people can't help financially, but they can help with in-kind, you know, they certainly um, do. You know, they help in the way that they can. And it's all meaningful. It's like a puzzle, right? We talk about all the different ways yeah. that puzzle needs to come together for us to be able to do what we do. Um, you work with so many people who you're talking about wishes and granting wishes all day long. Um, what's your wish? Oh, you know, um, I have this fascination with gorillas. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I would love to just, you know, and actually I'm celebrating my 20th wedding anniversary this year. And we had always planned. Thank you. We had always planned to go to Africa and, and do some sort of safari or something, you know, to spend some time with gorillas. I don't think that's going to be happening this year. So we may have to do it on our 21st. That's a great wish. I hope it comes true for you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. It was really a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you, Joe. Great to be here. You've been listening to The Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce. Join us next time for more conversation with Small Business Hawaii.